Hi, I'm Peter Hostrasser, and I'm here with my son, Hank Hostrasser. And we're going to talk about what? Cars. Father-son car chats. Podcast starts now. Hey, happy fun Friday. God, it's like you are 600 years old, dude. Yeah, yeah. I have the oldest 13-year-old in the world sitting next to me on... Father, son, car <laughs> There you go. Solid, solid. So we are on a fun Friday. We got a very interesting, cool car. We have a, a good uh, buddy of ours, actually, uh, of mine, uh, has one of these. Mm-hmm. Um, and this car came out when I was in high school, um, actually sort of when I was in middle school. Uh, it is the what? Pontiac Fiero. Yes, yes, yes. So, all right. So this car was interesting. A, the Pontiac brand was a very interesting uh, brand, actually, especially in the 80s, early 90s. They had some trouble and then they basically ran out of fuel and literally had to fold actually it wasn't that they were actually really good selling cars but uh, the uh the price to make them because of a lot of different contracts and union stuff and a bunch of different things but this car was a the i think the only mid-engine sports car um that was built by general motors at the time i don't think there was another one there weren't any um and these are sports cars not supercars so you can get into other American-made supercars, but I think this was the only American-made mid-engine sports car. Yeah. It's, it's only real direct competitor, which was sold at the same time, but not the most desirable generation, um, the MR2. Yeah. Um, mm, yep. But uh, uh, when the Pontiac went out, the MR2 kept going for a while. Right. So this this thing was um, obviously a General Motors car. Um it's funny because these were built in Pontiac, Michigan. <laughs> kind of named it after him. But anyway, um, yeah, this is a two-seater. It had some really interesting things. Fiero means very proud in Italian, wild or fierce or ferocious in Spanish. So it's got some cross names there. Um, they looked at naming this car Sprint, Pegasus, mm-hmm. P3000, Fiamma. I like very, that. Very 80s names. Fiamma. They did end up, they, they did, Sunfire was considered for this car, but they did end up making, a, uh, it was another side of the, it was Pontiac's brand of the Cavalier, um, mm-hmm. the Sunfire was made. So this was a, a mid-engine uh, car. It had uh, two uh, six cylinders, uh, or an inline four, sorry, and a six cylinder, 2.5 liter, and then a 2.8 liter. Uh, V6. That 2.8 liter was a big engine for General Motors back in the day. Uh, they put it in Camaros. They put it in all kinds of stuff. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So you've seen this car around. What do you think? What do you What do you um, What do you like about this thing? It looks really good. Mm-hmm. Um, it's along with the MR2, the perfect candidate for a uh, kit car. Yes. Um, and so a lot of them have been turned into kit cars, considering there were over almost 400,000 made, mm-hmm. um, which is way more than the MR2 at that time. Yeah. Uh, they are pretty common cars. Um, I've seen multiple in Brookfield. Um, Illinois. Illinois. That's where we are. Yeah. 
So if you guys want to mail us stuff, you know, mail us stuff to Brookfield, Illinois. Mail us cash. We need like a P.O. box. Yeah, we'll come up with that. DM us. There you go. On our Instagram, Father Son Car Chats, or follow us on Facebook. Yeah, there, there give was us, that. Give us stuff. So yeah, there are there are a few around here. What are they both? Most of them, the most of the ones I've seen are white or silver. Yeah. Um, I rarely see any of the uh, well, the deep red maroonish one was another one. Uh, there were blue ones back in the day, um, and then people customized these. Um, you would see them though. Every once in a while, you would see a Ferrari that didn't look quite right. Yeah. And you would walk up to it, and it actually, you could tell by looking inside of it, it would be a Fiero or a GM. Uh, had that wide gearbox in it, and because mm-hmm. the car was wide. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, um, what else do you like about this thing? Um, well, uh, it wasn't the most powerful thing, which uh, can kind of be a downside. Um, obviously, it was also very, very light. Um, the starting weight was 2,400 pounds, so that's pretty light. Um, I just like the mid-engine kind of feel. Like Usually when you say mid-engine, you think of an exotic car, mm-hmm. and this kind of brings it to the general public. Yeah. Uh, it, it looks pretty cool. It's got the cool frunk, uh, the trunk in the front. Yeah, yeah. Um, a lot of potential. A lot of people um, engine swap these. Um, and do body kits just make them look really cool and they have your lovely flip up lights yeah 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 so yeah they they, you know um the interesting thing about this is this got great the inline four got great gas mileage i mean we're talking 31 to 37 miles per gallon in the city yeah and then up to 50 on the highway with the kind that's that's Prius numbers almost. Yeah. So it's funny when everybody's like, Oh, Prius, hey, check us out. And <laughs> get a Fiero. Yeah, get a Fiero, right? Although Prius is probably more reliable than a Fiero, but Right, right. Maybe. There's still we'll see. In like thirty, forty years if there's Priuses out there. Yeah. Who knows? Not your favorite car. But anyway, yeah, yeah so um yeah, there was uh there was some different. It had a, a pretty, pretty interesting design. Um, a couple of people put like um, Corvette engines in these and had some fun with them. Um, they started out in '84, uh, um, and there was there was a, a couple of these that had some problems. Um, lighting on fire. Yeah. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about that. Well. Um the uh, whole cooling system was not the best. Mm-hmm. Uh, the um, cooling lines were kind of close to the ground, making them pretty vulnerable. Um, so those would break, and then you'd lose cooling. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, there's uh, um, the oil. Uh, the oil capacity was listed wrong. Yep. Um, in the uh, 